for a long time, OpenSea dominated the NFT space. But now, a major competitor, Blur, has started to significantly eat into their market share. Not only created a massive amount of wealth overnight, but it's created new opportunities for users to earn money, not only through Blur, but what could potentially be an all-out war between the two biggest NFT platforms that are actively fighting for users. So in today's show, I'm going to run you through what exactly is happening between OpenSea and Blur, and what this means for a potential airdrop opportunity, not only for Blur Season 2, but also OpenSea as they've started to hint at an upcoming token release. So I think by the end of watching today's show, you'll not only have a better understanding of OpenSea and Blur, but you'll also be able to take advantage of a thriving NFT ecosystem. Just by looking at the total amount of wallets that hold NFTs, we can see that cumulative wallet holdings of NFTs on Ethereum have significantly increased since January 2022. And although volume also took a hit for quite some time, we're now seeing the highest NFT transaction volume since June 2022, coming at a whopping $1 billion worth of monthly transactions. So volumes in the NFT market are starting to tick up. And this is, of course, due to Blur, who launched their platform and stole a whole lot of market share from OpenSea, employing some cunning yet revolutionary tactics. To get an understanding of just how effective this was, we have to understand the historic use of OpenSea as an NFT marketplace. OpenSea, for the longest time, has been the biggest NFT marketplace in crypto. It's done a whopping $34.67 billion worth of volume in its history, and for a long time, it was the top dog. I mean, look at second place here. Axie Marketplace comes in well shy at a volume of $4.27 billion, and CryptoPunks and Magic Eden at third and fourth aren't even close at $2 and $3 billion, respectively. So OpenSea has dominated the game for a long time. But if we look at the last week and look at the NFT volumes now, we can see that Blur has taken the top spot, coming in with $647.7 million worth of trading volume for the week, with OpenSea just a fraction of that value at $149 million. So what's actually happened over the last few weeks to have OpenSea, which has for so long been the top dog, be flipped in such a resounding fashion? Well, let's dig into what Blur Marketplace actually is and how they orchestrated this attack on OpenSea and what it potentially means for your investments. So essentially, what you need to understand is Blur is an NFT marketplace, but they have a real focus on UI and usability. So it's very well designed and it has a market aggregator that offers advanced analytics, portfolio management capabilities, and the ability to compare NFTs on multiple marketplaces. So just imagine this, you know, you're an NFT trader and you have NFTs across OpenSea, Magic Eden, Looks Rare, and a multitude of platforms. It becomes very hard to aggregate your NFT holdings and compare data across a multitude of different platforms. So if you want to work out what the floor price is on one NFT in relation to another NFT on another platform, it makes it very, very difficult. And this makes it very inefficient to trade NFTs. But what Blur has come in and done is aggregated multiple marketplaces into one, which not only makes it more user-friendly, but also a better trading experience as they've helped integrate multiple features that help support traders optimizing profits. And this is something users of OpenSea have wanted for a while, but Blur have started from scratch and designed, in my opinion, what is a better user experience for the users, especially if you're a big trader of NFTs. So if you're a whale and you're trading a lot of NFTs, the distinct advantages Blur now offers makes a lot of sense for you to go and trade on Blur 
over its competitors. Now, they had massive backing to do this with an $11 million seed round led by Paradigm, helping them get the funding necessary to develop what is a pretty nice product. But it wasn't just the product that got users on board. The majority of its success can be constituted by the incentives flywheel that they kickstarted with their airdrop. And this is really what's led Blur to be able to attract such a large percentage of the NFT market share. And I'll explain exactly how they did this and what went down with the airdrop and how it could not only have an effect on the market, but also some other opportunities in the space. But before I get into that, I want to remind you that if you sign up for a new OKX account, which is one of the best crypto exchanges in the link in the description, you will get a chance to open a $10,000 mystery box. Now, you may not get $10,000, you may win $5, $10, $20, but if you just sign up and deposit $50, you are eligible for a mystery box, which could potentially win you up to $10,000 in prizes. So if you want to try your luck, there's a link in the description. And of course, it is also a great exchange to trade on with a great user experience. So essentially what Blur did is they wanted to reward their most loyal users for using the platform during the bear market. So if you were bidding on collections, listing NFTs, trading NFTs, and generally just interacting with the platform for the majority of the end of last year, but also the start of this year, then you were in line for an airdrop, which was tiered based on the amount that you used the platform. And what's crazy is for some of the bigger users of the platform, they were airdropped crazy sums of $2.48 million. This account even got $10 million. You can see multiple accounts over the million dollar mark. And we've also seen many smaller accounts receive 40, 50, 60, $70,000. Like I was seeing tweets on my timeline from, you know, relatively small traders that were getting mid five figure airdrops, which for their portfolios is absolutely massive. So I don't think we can fade the potential of airdrops in this market, considering it is a bear market and people are making four, five, six, and even seven figures off airdrops. I mean, what happens in a bull market? What are the size of the airdrops then? I mean, potentially crazy. So I think right now there is a real onus on getting involved in quality airdrops and positioning yourself for the bull run while you still can during the bear market because products like this, although it's hard to pick which product is gonna have a big airdrop ahead of time, really just go to show the power of these airdrops in this market. And of course, the strategy worked because they were able to accrue a huge amount of users through rewarding people and incentivizing people to actually use the platform. Now, because of the mass amount of people using the platform, what we did see is because all transactions are denominated in Ethereum, the Ethereum gas fees absolutely spiked. We see it hit a high of 137 GUI here. Now, this is similar to what the gas fees were doing during the middle of the bull run. And the thing is, things are very different for Ethereum now because during the middle of of the bull run, Ethereum was a proof of work network. It wasn't a proof of stake network and its emissions were significantly higher. Now that the emissions have been trimmed, what we're seeing is Ethereum kick into deflationary status. And I've been talking about this on my shows for a while now, but it's starting to get more and more and more significant as more Ethereum is being used. And of course, Blur has been one of the major contributors to this ETH burn, which is getting more significant by the day. So Ethereum now becoming significantly deflationary. I mean, if this is in the middle of the bear market and the chart already looks like this, what will this chart look like in the middle of a bull market? I mean, it could potentially be mind-blowing, but it just does go to show whenever a big application launches, the effect it has on gas and gas burn is absolutely crazy. But the airdrop may not potentially be over. There may still be an opportunity for you to get involved with a blur airdrop because they are doing season two, which is going to be totally maximized by loyalty. So essentially, and this plan is very good, by the way, because it means that people are going to be incentivized to use blur over OpenSea, 
which is obviously what part of their big strategy is if you list through Blur and if you do it just on Blur itself and not on OpenSea, you get loyalty points. And this loyalty ranking will bode towards your final airdrop consideration when the season two airdrop takes place. I mean, some of the other ways we've seen people farm for an airdrop at the moment on Blur is via bidding on collections, listing NFTs, basically just using the function of the platform and staying loyal to that platform instead of using other platforms. And this is one initiative that I think is going to keep a lot of users on the platform as they anticipate the season two airdrop. And with Blur around a dollar in terms of market value, this means that another airdrop could be pretty big. The first airdrop was around $360 million. The second airdrop could still come in at a significant figure. We've seen some of the biggest traders in the space getting really involved with the Blur ecosystem to try and farm for this airdrop. So one very big NFT trader, Matchy Big Brother, has already sold 536 NFTs on Blur, including 342 other deeds, 54 Mutant Ape Yacht Clubs, and two Bathing Ape Yacht Clubs in the space of just 24 hours. So the big traders are really taking advantage here. And look, if you're a small trader, it's going to be a lot harder to qualify for a big airdrop during season two versus some of the bigger traders here, because obviously there's a lot of heightened interest around this ecosystem. It does become more challenging, but there still is another opportunity, which I'm going to get to in a minute for the smaller traders that maybe have missed out on the majority of the blur airdrop. And we can see the volume because a lot of people are trying to hunt this airdrop has significantly increased with almost 11,000 users per day actually using the platform, which is pretty crazy. And the amount of NFTs flipping NFTs on Blur has gone up 7x since Blur was dropped. So we can see an absolute spike here in volume and there's confluence with that volume in terms of the total rankings um, for NFT marketplaces by user growth with Blur coming in at a plus 87% in the past 30 days for user growth. Obviously, OpenSea didn't even make this list because it actually dropped users and we can see a comparison here between Blur's users and OpenSea's users with Blur going through the roof and OpenSea actively dropping off as a lot of people have decided to use Blur so they can farm an airdrop over using OpenSea. And not only that, it's not just the emissions, it's the fact that the Blur platform has come in with some pretty cool, unique new features, which OpenSea maybe have put off or just neglected implementing in the past, which has meant if you get a technology upgrade in tandem with a big incentive for you to use that upgrade, you're going to steal some users from your competitors. And OpenSea now is going to be forced to make some moves. And that is exactly what they did. They essentially declared the start of a war here because they moved their fee to 0% for a limited time. So they used to have a forced OpenSea fee on every sale of every NFT. Now that is 0% for the foreseeable future. And they also decided to follow Magic Eden and move to optional creator earnings of 0.5% minimum for all collections without on-chain enforcement. And marketplaces with the same policies will not be blocked by the operator filter. So essentially, they are kind of pulling out all stops here to try and dampen some of the damage that's happened to their user base by dropping their fees down and declaring war on Blur. And I think this is going to have huge ramifications for the NFT marketplace space in the future. Punk959 said it was necessary for them to make this move as they had a 10% share in most big collections. No chance at success. The market actually forced the move for them. Most art projects had not yet made the move to optional royalties yet would eventually would. This would sting for them. Now, I said that there would be an opportunity coming off the back of this war, and I think this is it. It is the OpenSea token. Now, for a long time, OpenSea has put off coming out with a token. There's been rumors for a while, but since Blur launched a token with huge incentives and stole a lot of market share, there is really a race against the clock now for OpenSea to do something drastic. And they did hint at this. When they announced their 0% move to creator royalties, they also urged users to stay tuned for more info as we continue exploring ways to reward our most loyal users. 
pieces. Given the fact that these are what look to be tokens on the picture they posted, as well as them saying they want to reward the most loyal users, this is an indication to me that they're starting to tease an airdrop. Now, it's weird in my opinion that they didn't just come out and say, look, we're doing an airdrop. Maybe being more transparent would have been a better way to approach things. But maybe the reason they didn't is because they're maybe in a bit of a scramble now and didn't have time to piece through all the information, or maybe they just didn't have all the information. So they decided to go with a little hype hint um, behind them potentially doing an airdrop. But anyway, the market got the message because people have been talking about this for the last couple of days that, all right, if OpenSea potentially has a token, does that mean they're going to follow a potential model like Blur followed and actually have an airdrop to try and steal some users back? And in my opinion, yeah, I think eventually they will. And of course, there'll be an airdrop opportunity on OpenSea if this is the case. So in order to get an airdrop, I think you can start positioning yourself. Um, I wouldn't be too panicky in terms of starting to ape into NFTs on the network and trade because you know, you're going to burn a lot of gas fees doing that. So I would wait for a little more information. But if you want to get an idea of some of the requirements that you could potentially fulfill in order to put yourself in a position to get an airdrop, Wrecked Fencer did a pretty good thread, which basically outlines the steps of what it would take to get an airdrop here. This involves buying NFTs, bidding under the floor price of NFTs, listing NFTs above the floor price, creating NFT collections, and also tipping creators. There's a few ways you can do this. Rekt did a good thread if you want to read this in more depth. However, it is going to take significant action from OpenSea to be able to steal back some of the market share that Blur's stolen. And yes, a lot of this data is manipulated. The gap probably isn't as big as it seems because there's a lot of wash trading and there's a lot of airdrop farming. So if emissions theoretically stopped, who knows if all of those traders are going to stay on Blur. Some very well may go back to OpenSea after it's done. But the point is, there is a reason why OpenSea is worried. And there's a reason why I think that they might have to expedite their token and airdrop plans in order to compete here. In terms of the Blur token itself, it's not one that I've bought yet. I am waiting for a longer term um, consolidation after maybe we see a post airdrop sell-off. It hasn't really happened yet because there's a lot of hype for the token. And obviously, we've had bullish momentum. But if we do look at the four-year release schedule, there is a significant amount of vesting to come. And although it's fairly linear, as in the cliff isn't too steep, there still is a significant amount of emissions. And as we know, there's 3 billion tokens coming and only roughly half a billion currently and only sub 400 million on the market right now. I don't think there's any need to rush into a long-term position in Blur, although you know it does, although it does become a good token to trade. And of course, if you can get your hands on an airdrop, that's always a good thing too. By the way, if you are going for an airdrop, that means you're going to be interacting with DeFi protocols, likely on a MetaMask wallet. So you really should protect your IP address there to make sure you're not prone to hacks or your identity being stolen on chain. So the easiest way to do this would be to sign up for a VPN. You don't need to use my link. I recommend everyone gets a VPN, irrespective of whether you do it through NordVPN or another service provider. But if you do want to support the channel and use my link, there is a 59% discount um, for you to sign up to a VPN user using the link in the description. It's $6 a month. I know other VPN providers are around the $6 to $7 a month mark as well, which in all honesty, paying that amount each month to protect thousands of dollars worth of capital is not a crazy risk reward trade, especially when you get offered things like 30 day money back guarantees. So if you don't like enjoy the product, you can always you know turn it in and not really assume any extra risk. So if you do want to sign up for a VPN, there's a link in the description. I do recommend to keep yourself safe in DeFi, or of course you can sign up to any VPN provider you want but it still is very important at the end of the day that if you go for airdrops, if you're interacting with NFTs and you're doing all this stuff on DEXs, that you do protect your identity with a VPN.
That's the video. It's a full out war. There's going to be lots of emissions, both on the blur side and the open sea side, and also airdrop opportunities for you guys to get involved with. Of course, on this channel, I'll keep you guys updated with how this evolves. I think it's been a very intriguing last week or so in the NFT community. And even if you're not in the NFT community, sitting back from the outside and watching things unfold has said a lot about crypto and what the right way to launch a product is and the wrong way to launch a product is. And there's a lot of information that other protocols and us as users can actually take out of this situation. So if you enjoyed the show and got some value from it, make sure to smash the like and subscribe if you're not already subscribed. Of course, that notification bell is going to help you be notified whenever we do go live or upload a video on this channel. And until next time, I will see you in the next video. Peace out, guys. Mm-hmm.